It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. And hello again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Counterculture. So appreciate every one of you who wants to take time out of their busy lives and just turns on the radio or pops in the podcast mm-hmm. and says, this is worth worth their time. Right. And that, I'm, I'm honored by that. So we want to val- we value your, your, your attention and, uh, and your heart for – and we hope we want to be some, something that really gets us all to – Draw us closer together and think differently and think biggie, think bigly. 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 I'm just going to make up bigly. a new word. Just made that up. <laughs> well, we just want to invite them around this table to have conversation with us, yeah. right? That's yeah. what it is. It is. It's a conversation. So, this table needs more food. It I does. Think, I mean, we, it's a little start. <laughs> it's a little, a little start. start. We've got some papers and some pens. Not very exciting. We'll work on that. We're working on that. So today we have in studio Olivier Fleur from JC2033 in Switzerland. And we've just had this. If you, if this is part, get to go into part two of this big, I think it could be the biggest vision I've ever I've ever heard. Right, global, I, I, global, global vision of JC twenty thirty three. And so, just to recap for those maybe who weren't uh, able to be on the first show, uh, what is what is JC twenty thirty three? It is so simple. It is celebrating the two thousand anniversary of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm. Everywhere on earth, on big scale and very small scale, uh, on, on state level, on city level, on county level, on whatever level you would like to as a family, mm-hmm. whatever. It is to give the glory to God and to make sure everyone knows about it, that he is risen. Wow. I think that's powerful. And I think the world's looking for that right now. Give me a better story. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we so when we heard about your story, it it was really just a, 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 a almost like a road to Emmaus. God just th- giving you this powerful vision that knocked you down, mm-hmm. and you started the process of sharing what that's like. And so going from this God given vision to where it becomes a thing, mm. like it's not just a someone in this is. A, I love this space, and it's a hard space, but it's you shared it with your wife and your pastor, and you got the you got the man. That guy's crazy. Look, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten that so look typical too. Typical for a big, yeah, yeah, I got that too. Like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Get yeah, cat. that's nice. Yeah, but we but we people need to get things done. You go dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got that. I got that talk a couple times. Yes. <laughs> if it's too big, sometimes people can't believe it because it's too big. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But that's the God size. That's when you go, that's when it's worthy because it is, unless Mm. he shows up, unless he's in it, it won't happen. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So so you have this vision, you shared it a little bit, then what happens? How do you go from there? Yeah. So I received the vision in 2007 and I knew somehow I need to keep that more or less into my heart. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. Uh, open a website publicly before 2015 oh. for different reason. I knew I had a, a pregnancy type uh, mm-hmm. moment. I needed to chew on it because when you receive, I don't know if that's a, the right word, but a revelation from above, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not clear. 
uh, it, it is not practical. It, it is it is somehow a movement. It's, it is somehow a direction. But concretely, we we are rationalizing everything to say, oh, it needs to be a project. Oh, it needs to have dates and and numbers. And and I'm not sure God think like that. Mm. You know, he, he think like he he's thinking like the wind. If yes. I'm not too mystical saying that. He, he, he thinks like a movement uh, in time and, and in geography, in, you know, in space. And, and when you have a vision, you're just like, oh, wow, that is exactly what we need to think about it. But how? Mm-hmm. And still today, the how will be everyone needs to define what is their how. Which is, it is like you have water in your hand. How could you hold it? It is something so precious, but it goes. And you really need to come to Jesus and say, Jesus, what would be my role into the 2000th anniversary of your resurrection? What would be my part? And more so, what, uh, this is my question to, to you, uh, listener to this show, is what would be your jubilee gift to God for the 2,000 years of the resurrection, for the mm. 2,000 ongoing powerful uh, resurrection power that, that work in your heart to make you a better person, to make you salt and light for the world. What would be your gift to Jesus? Mm. I, you know what, I'm, 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 as I'm listening to you, it's like we're so quick to just talk about, the, and we just it just kind of rolls off our tongue, the resurrection of Jesus. Correct. But what you're what you're doing is you're even in this moment for me, it causing me to go deeper mm. into what does that really mean? Mm. The sacrifice, but also just the, the power of it. And wh- what does that power mean in my life today? Mm. Am I really understanding that and utilizing it? Because he left that power for us, the same power, right. and he even told us you can do greater things. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I'm loving about that, you're even in this moment, from this moment forward, I'm going to think more deeply, not just be so quick to talk about it, to say words, but what is it in my soul, in my heart with that? And I think that that's the work of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, coming from your head, where you have maybe a revelation, to your heart, when where maybe you have a revolution mm-hmm. that, that changed your heart. But then if it stays there, it's very selfish. It is you. But it needs to go even down to your feet to to start a mission. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what the disciples did. I mean, they, they were there for three years and then, oh, the whole thing collapsed and he died. Mm-hmm. But then when he rose up again, when he rise, I mean, what have they done? They run. They run to, to say that to everyone. Have you seen the guy who was on the cross today? He's alive. And that was the start of the mission. Hmm. And then the church grew 3,000 people on one preach. Wow. Mm-hmm. No? <laughs> That's yeah. right. This is the power of the resurrection, actually. Yeah. You would like to have revival? Have the power of the resurrection. Yeah. That's within, it. within you. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is where it starts, no? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we're very self-sufficient, mm. right? And so we think we can do it. And we're, we try to do it mm. without really realizing, you know what? We need God. And what yeah. does that look like to Good truly time. go, God, you take over. We follow you. Um, like you were even talking about like big movements. We're all into numbers. And yeah. like our measurement is not the same as God's measurement. And how do we start seeing through, through God's lens? Mm. And what Correct. really matters and it's important? And what, what would he have us do with that? Correct. So, And this, this leading in your own life has led you – to places that you never thought you would go. Of 
course, yeah. And clearly outside of your own strength and capacity that you've, you've had the opportunity to have audiences with heads of Orthodox Church, Correct. World Council of Churches, and even the Pope. Sure. So just tell us how this go- – how do you enter into a conversation with the Pope about a big vision for the church? <laughs> what does that even look like or how do you how- – Well, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to answer in a short way. Uh, actually, when you have a, a big vision that is bigger than you, you, you have the obligation to let God lead. Otherwise, it's not a big vision. It's your vision. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then you, you come into, into impossibilities. I was, I was in Rome trying to enter the secret archives of the Vatican to research what the Catholic Church has done in the year 1033 and one, uh, 1933, uh, 100 years ago, for the 19th and 19th century anniversary of the resurrection or the redemption, yeah. they call it. I was in, uh, trying to enter the secret archive. Oh, just by the way, oh, I need to think in, in miles here. Uh, just their shelves with the book is 70 kilometers. We talk about 50 miles or oh 45 miles Four, of books. 45 oh miles of books word. in the Vatican yeah. archives. Unbelievable. I so didn't know. we wow. could not enter there, and, and, and with the guys who were, we were four of us, uh, we were there in a little cafe in Rome, just outside the Vatican. And and one of the guys was a, a reformed pastor, and he said, "Oh, let's pray to ask God in unity f- to enter the Vatican." So we hold hand there with a little coffee, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and and he pray a, a, a five second prayer. Lord, open the door of the Vatican. But what he didn't know is that his prayer didn't open this door of the secret ar- archive right away. He opened the door of Pope Francis. Mm. Because I went to the St. Peter's Square. I shoot a little video and say, hey, guys, we are stuck. We would like to enter the door of the secret archive. We cannot. And guys, please pray for us. And I put that on Facebook. And a guy in Argentina, Argentina, Buenos Aires, saw my video and he wrote to me and I said, Olivier, are you in Rome? I said, yeah, of course, obviously. And he said, I'm coming tomorrow. And I answer him. If you come tomorrow, it's to see your friend, Jorge Bergoglio, which is Pope Francis. Sure. And he said, yes. And I said to him, you need to take me with you. <laughs> and he, he answered, no. And I did a second video. Hey, guys, there is a possibility for me to see the Pope. Yeah. For now, the answer is no, but let's pray for the door of the Pope, not of the secret archive, right. will be open. And 20 plus hour later and a sleepless night, I was able to hold hand with Pope Francis and have a brother-to-brother encounter of God's love for us. Unbelievable. That's miraculous. It is, it is miraculous. This is part of my life. I'm, uh, I think my faith is so small that the Lord has to give me miracles so I believe in him. That's right. <laughs> I know. I don't know if that sounds good in English. <laughs> That's right. No, that does. <laughs> no, it, it yeah, does. That hits. I mean, there's no explanation of that than God, mm. right? Only God. Mm. I mean, to, you did your part. It's like I'm putting it on exactly. video, right? Exactly. And then God's like, okay, watch me. Yeah. I, I can connect Absolutely. anybody. So all the glory to him. Yes. And I wrote a little book. Uh, to explain all my trip around the world, meeting crazy people, even some people from Arizona down in Cape Town, South Africa, of a guy saying, when I shared with him the project, he said to me, oh, wow, 
the Lord spoke to me at 4 o'clock last night, uh, 4 a.m., saying, if you meet a guy with a global vision, tell him this is from God. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I love how God is using this already, connecting and drawing people together. Correct. Through him. Yeah. God is amazing. We need to follow him. (laughs) <laughs> I think so. You're, you're convincing me more and more. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so what did you say to say to, to the Pope about, here's a vision for your church? Or is it, I mean, here's a, like, how, how would you even start that conversation? Like, I, I, I'm not sure I remember exactly what I told him yeah. because I was in another world yeah. uh, with one of the most influential men in, in the earth, you know. Right. I started in English because usually that, that is internationally how we, how we do it. And he said, oh, no, not English. Parlez-moi en français. Speak to me in French. <laughs> and I was so happy. Yes. So I shared this vision in my mother tongue in French. Mm. And uh, I just... Uh, came from the point of what I receive and, and I ask him, what do you think about it? And, and, and how would you understand that in the Catholic world? How would you do that? Few years before, I was with the Cardinal Koch, who is the head of um, the department, which is uh, for unity, meaning uh, the mm. external affair of the Vatican with the other churches around the world. And he asked me the, the very, very hard question, who is inviting for this celebration? And I was just like a kid in Sunday school, which I never did because I became Christian later. Yeah. I knew if you answer Jesus, you have 90% chance to have the right answer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he asked me, who is inviting? I said, Jesus. And he, he shake his hand, said, his head and said, no, 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 no. no. And I said, well, uh, I invite. And he said, no, well, you don't understand, Mr. Flurry. And he said, look, if the Pope invites, he invites the Catholic Church, they will come. I mean, who is inviting? And I could not answer. And today I can say, and I say that to Pope Francis, I said, every head of churches, every head of mission, every Christian need to invite Christianity to say, let's do it together. Mm-hmm. This is a Jesus thing. This mm-hmm. is to put Jesus at the center. If we put our denomination at the center, our theology at the center, I think we're going to go in a, in a mm-hmm. rapid hole. Uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, we're not going to go anywhere. We really need to change focus and have Jesus at the center and forget about our way of doing it and our way of thinking, our theology, missiology, ecclesiology, whatever you call it and put Jesus at the center. Mm-hmm. And then if Jesus are the, is at the center, we can be together easily for a movement, for uh, an intention, not, not for, a turn, not for, for all, all the time we're still going to be on earth with our church. I'm not talking about ecumenism. I'm mm-hmm. talking about unity of heart. Mm-hmm. So that the world will know. That's it. Right. That's it. Otherwise, he will not know. He will look at us as uh, strange people believing in strange things yeah. that happened 2,000 years ago. But if we focus on Jesus, the one who is risen, then we will have the power to share to the world and the legitimacy. I mean, how could we talk about couple life 
if we are divorced. And, and I, I don't want to judge anyone that is divorced. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, sure. the, the Lord uh, knows our stories and, and the, the reason. But if we are divorced two, three, four, five times, <laughs> what legitimacy we have to talk about love? Mm-hmm. People will say, uh, I mean, you missed, you missed the point. But if the church will come together, and I'm not talking about a marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a, a, an idea an opportunity, a project, Mm -hmm. a movement, just for an anniversary, we will have credibility to the world. Mm. Oh, wow, those guys are coming together. Russian and Ukrainian, Arab and Jews, Messianic Jews, Catholic and Evangelical together. What's going on? It's Mm. larger than usual. Something Mm. is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm. And it doesn't mean we lose our own separate identities. Oh, no. Right? And I think that's what people uh, fear, right? If then I'm going to lose who we are or you're asking me to become like somebody else. And it's like, no, you stay who you are, your own identity. But then we have a collective identity. Exactly. That's even more powerful. Is that the body of Christ? No? I think it is. (laughs) I think it's a little biblical. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's beautiful because you have to start going, where, are, where is people's fear in this? Correct. To start, to go Correct. to eliminate the fear factor Correct. so you can just be in that space. Yeah. And it's an abundant space. It is. Right? It that's, is. Where, that's where God dwells. And, and it's, a, it's a place of love, brotherly love. We don't talk about uh, marriage. We don't talk about uh, anything that is weird. We just talk about a family reunion, a family mm. gathering. Let's, let's come together, guys. For, for a moment, and let's bring our gift to him. No? Mm-hmm. I like that. What are some examples that, w- that people, when they said, what is their gift that surprised you or maybe some on this journey of sharing this? Because I love, I want to take it now back to, to my listeners here in Phoenix. Like mm-hmm. if you're here, it's so big. Like what is right. what does my gift look like? So maybe some things that have come up to, that people shared you, what is their gift? To bring, <laughs> let, let let me try to 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 go more on the uh, allegory part. Sure. Uh, uh, if you do a, if you do a, um, a party, uh, uh, I give the example on part one about my mother-in-law who was eighty. Mm-hmm. I mean, some who have said, "Oh, let's buy a common gift and something big, beautiful." Right. I don't know, a Swiss watch, for instance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and some people will say, "Well, no, I'm not, not sure about that. I'll bring my own thing uh, because I, I've thought of that, and I'm sure she would love it." And, and some of the grandkids will bring. A drawing or a little poem or a little piece of music, okay. you know? And, and I think we should not look at each other saying, oh, your gift is bigger than mine, you know? Not at all. Right. What do you have in your heart? Mm-hmm. Now, concretely, I'm not sure how to answer because we have not entered yet uh, the, the, the practical, the, the, the down-to-earth project. Uh, we are still trying to reach the head of the churches. Um, today, by the grace of God, we have met 93% of the head of the church worldwide. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and, wow. And I really think th- this is the moment for, for, for that. But we want to go grassroots mm-hmm. uh, in about uh, a year in a sense of, uh, of global with the launch of the uh, decade of the resurrection. So, and, and there people will, will see what, what they can do. Mm-hmm. I spoke with a, a missionary guy in Bangladesh, and mm-hmm. he said, I know what I should do. And, and it should not happen in 2033. It should happen this year. And he gathered 
all the head of all the main churches in this very highly persecuted nation. Yes. And he met in secret. He asked in secret to bring all the head of the churches, talking about 2033. The guys have their jaw dropped and they say, wow, how could we celebrate 2000 years in our setting? Right. And they don't know yet. But they, they, they see the stirring of something in their hearts. How, how could that be in, in Arizona? I, I will turn the question to you. How do you see that? Uh, how that could be possible? Mm-hmm. How could you start small with a big vision? How could you join force with different mission and, and different churches together and just grow out of there? I'm not here to tell you what you need to do. I'm here to tell you. Could you dream big? Mm-hmm. Because if you dream big, it will be bigger than, than your capacity. <laughs> so you're speaking our language, dream big. Dream big. And, yeah, and we are not even in Texas, though. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but if you, bring, if you dream big, it means that it's out of your hand. Mm-hmm. It is in mm-hmm. God's hand. Mm-hmm. And then you will need the miracle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so start small in your big dream and try. And maybe some, some stuff will, will, will fail and we'll say, oh, yeah, that's okay. You are the specialist on resilience. Right. Uh, do something. Try. It's working. Wonderful. Do it twice bigger next time. And, and use, use the 10 years and few months that stays before the 33 to not miss this mm. global universal opportunity. Sounds like mm. an amazing challenge. You know, I was recently talking to somebody, but they're talking about the, the church in Africa, how God is doing amazing things that's really growing. And, and one of the reasons I was asking, why do you think that is? They said, because in America, we don't expect God to do miraculous things, mm-hmm. right? We kind of do it on our own. Right. The church in Africa is looking and expecting God to do miraculous things. It mm-hmm. doesn't blow them away. They're just looking for it. And so he is. Mm. And so I think it's kind of a challenge to go, okay, let's start thinking about this. What is the miraculous that God could mm. do with this vision? Yeah. And uniting people and sure. just starting to pray differently, mm. even as a, as a great tangible thing, and, this, mm. and being united in, in a, a big God-sized prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing very important, I, I'm not talking... Uh, uh, coming to any nation saying, hey, guys, join me. I have a revelation from above. No, I'm, I'm saying, hey, what is your anointing? What is mm-hmm. your calling mm-hmm. as a pastor, as a church, as a mission, as a, as a businessman? What is your calling? Just do it mm-hmm. with a goal. We're setting some goals for 2033. And that will be your gift, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. jubilee gift for 2,000 years of ongoing transforming power mm. of the resurrection. And anticipate it, right? Yeah. Look for it. Exactly. And know that God will. He will. Mm-hmm. I, I, I promise he will. I've heard <laughs> I have no clue how, but he will. So, so just work one question. Yeah, go ahead. Through this whole journey, what has been the big aha for you? I mean, you've shared a lot of great stories, but you get this revelation and then you're putting it in action. What is, for you personally, that can relate to people when they just... I have the great joy and privilege to travel around the world and see so many beautiful Christian leaders and 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 men and women of God, and and I think that is my wow, to see how the the Lord is working with their own identity, with their own challenges, with their own resources, with their own 
capacity. So uh, I really come humbly around the world saying I should not tell the Ukrainian how to do it. I, I'm not Ukrainian. I have no idea how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not asking the the Chinese to, to, to do a Swiss way of... of no, I, I really think... Uh, the Lord has given spiritually some heritage to every tribe, and we will be uh, Revelation seven. Every tribe celebrating the Lord. So, uh, please use your specificity as American. Mm-hmm. Use you, your calling as American to be a blessing to the world. Please don't keep that to yourself. You have been a blessing for the world for the last yeah, decades. Uh, plural, and and please don't stop. Don't don't look at your belly button. Don't look at mm-hmm. as much as we are generous, as much as we give, as much as we are reaching out. Then then the Lord can use that for His glory. So I'm not sure I answer your question. No, that, that's <laughs> fantastic. No, no, that's a fantastic because and that gives us hope because you're seeing amazing leaders globally. Sometimes we right. only see what's in front of us. Right. This has been an amazing conversation, Olivier. Thank you so much for coming. And how can our listeners connect? Just it's to, they can go to jc2033.world. Correct. And they can uh, also info at jc2033.world as well to get a, a download of your book. Is that right? Exactly. I would love to offer you my first book, uh, mm-hmm. which is in 10 languages, printed in 10 languages today. And it will be in 17, maybe by the end of this year or beginning of next year. And and I would love to offer you my book and share it around. Uh, we are living by faith. We are giving by faith. And, and, and we'll see what the Lord is up to. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you so much. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplified Peace. Educating, immersing, training and launching peacemakers to build united communities. And by Care Portal, a platform connecting the needs of children and families in crisis to the local church.